but it's on next week, isn't it? Not all week. What are you talking about? Monday and Tuesday. I know, but I'm just. But you want to take off the entire week, is that? Well, if people are not coming, I I can do it. But I'm just asking about Monday and Tuesday. Are we slow rolling into the big hands? What happened? The question question is: Are we uh, neocon and all? Are we going to be in the office, or aren't we going to be in the office? That's the question. I'm glad my machine is no longer sounding like it's going to like take off. <coughs> yeah, we're rolling. We're good. N and you should bring that microphone in front of you if you're going to. You might say something. No, I um, so what's the vote for what? Monday, Tuesday is Neocon. It's a zoo in this <coughs> building. I was already taking Monday as a summer day. John won't be here. So I'll take a day from home. But you're going to work. Yes. Elisa? I may work from home. You may work? <laughs> <laughs> she will definitely go to home. Starbucks or somewhere else <laughs> as Wi-Fi. <laughs> we, wanted, we wanted details. Are you going to or aren't you going to work from home? I'm going. I'm going to work from home. You will, and you will work from home. Yeah, as okay. every day. It feels like we're voting home. Monday, Tuesday. During the insanity that is neocon. Monday, Tuesday, insanity. We I already hate it we, with we all the. We work from home on the insanity days, um, because uh, the public transportation for city dwellers is horrible. Not so much for the metro suburbanites. But city dwellers, buses, and people is horrible, especially as they approach the building. It's always horrible, just like walking across the bridge, etc. Plus, we can't eat anywhere, so we'd have to, like, order pizza and let it take two hours to get to us. Or you can actually bring your lunch those two days, so, I don't know, like I do. No, yeah. I haven't done that in 12 years. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that, to be honest. That doesn't mean it's, you know, you impossible. Or no, I can't do that. I can have my wife pack you an extra lunch. No, he won't eat that. Maybe. I know she won't. It's, like too healthy. With <laughs> it's too healthy. It's too healthy. Only vegetables. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> I um. So I, I'm all in. Monday, Tuesday, we work from home to save ourselves the the headache. Cool. Okay. So we have that plan. Um, you were saying big hands. Big hands. I was I was wondering. I saw this really weird thing on line that said if you can touch the 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 wrinkle in your arm it, like where your arm bends from your elbow with your thumb to the wrinkle at your wrist with your pinky what you have a short normal to big size hand and if you can't do that you have a or small maybe hand. short arms no, i'm not following this i, I so th so thumb to wrinkle at your elbow, mid-arm to pinky at your wrist equals normal to big size hands. And if you can't do that, you basically have a small hand. I have very small hands. Okay, and so I you do can it. barely do it. Oh, you're, no, man. you're like stretching skin. And no, and she can do it. Oh, she can so, do it. So, uh, okay. Yeah, but I, I have long arms maybe oh. or long <coughs> short arms. Because I, I, I have short well, I mean, hands. That's small. what I read. So I next know. week I want to see f uh, Sean do this because I always – Say that he has tiny hands. You think he has? Tiny I think he has tiny hands. And this yes. only came up because of Trump, by the way. But I'm not getting into that. <laughs> Anyways, 
But I think everybody here has has accomplished this, unless unless you thumb, know thumb pinky is essentially the length of your your forearm, right? That's, right. That's but I'm hit, I'm hitting the first wrinkle at my wrist, not like John. It looks like you go all the way to I your can go palm. All the way almost. My palm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's not true. I can go. And you I'm don't. Sporting. You got a little. Yeah, nice. I I'm a little <laughs> short. I I have to say. So yeah, that's not. You're not gonna try. No, <coughs> no, people. Oh, no. Why don't you play? You're, no, because you're so little. Because he's weird. Then yeah. show us your data usage. I want to see that. He wants to be a <laughs> I special. Will show, I, will sh I will show you my data usage, but <laughs> I'm not doing an online internet statistic. Like, people who do online internet statistics, sorry, Dion, are not that bright. This like, isn't like it's a Vogue. Like that, it's <laughs> like, like, like a thing. Vogue, like, you know, Look, magazine He's all about fake news websites I right now. No, so like, an hour ago, he was con convincing I me that Trump's a genius. I, we're not going to get into I that. I never but said that. I know that today I never said that. Gavin wasn't coming, but I wasn't expecting that <laughs> Ross was taking his he's place. Gonna, oh, <laughs> excellent point. Gavin and I agree. The part of, the part of Gavin will Gavin now be played by Ross. Gavin and I agree yes. on a lot of yes. Other things and Gavin is here. I, I don't have to say anything because Gavin does my job for me. I refuse okay. to now. Gavin is not here, so I have to step up. Yes, okay, I sorry. refuse to participate. Will now be played by Ross. Go. <laughs> so, so uh, we should probably kick this off. I don't Oop. know what this big hands thing is. We are the worldwide IT guys. I'm Steve. I'm big hands. Primetime. Um, I'm Ross playing Gavin. John. Elisa. Emily. Oh, and we got Emily Two here girls on, mic on the mic this week. Wow. <laughs> Although we don't know if she's actually going to say anything, but she's at least volunteered to put a microphone in front of her. Um, we have a, do we have a beer sponsor today? Uh, I think we should go with the either the Daisy or the watermelon. I think we should go with the ridiculous watermelon. Yeah. What, what is this thing? It's, it's a new Belgian beer that tastes like water, with a hint of watermelon. Not a new beer from Belgium. A new Belgium brewing company. New Belgium brewing has a beer called that has a hint of watermelon. Called and it's called... Something watermelon, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Useless. Come Fantastic. on. Fantastic. I'll, I'll Instagram it like part I of your do. Job. It's over there somewhere. Wow. I don't know. Part of your job. Um... <laughs> So that that's what's going on, uh, and we've had a we've had a very busy day today. There it is in the world of juicy. IT it's juicy. and transformation. Juicy. It's called juicy. Yeah, it's called juicy. Um, so lot, what what happened today in transformation? Just a so few things. I had I had three uh, three. We woke up this morning Three to some news London. from London where, wow. like, there was, like, user revolt. Revolt. Yes. Amazing. Revolution. The natives are marching How do you say revolution in... Uh, revolution. Okay, perfect. In London. <laughs> <laughs> nice translation. Thank you. God, it's so good to have a Spanish correspondent. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um... So so, what happened? They 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 basically had some performance issues and said, "We're done," and effectively, sh there was a strike, a labor movement in the London office because they were unhappy with the performance of. Yeah, Bill. I mean the signs they were carrying through the office, as reported by somebody who we trust, said, "No server, no further." We got. Photos, man. No we server, no further. They were marching throughout the halls inside they an office, chanting. They were standing on their desktops. They were standing Whoa. on the conference room tables. Yeah. Shouting. Well, no server, no further. 
as as reported by people. Shouting? I didn't get the report. Of we shouts. know audio, but I mean, uh, we have photos of if people. If you see twelve people in a conference room with posters standing on conference room tables, I'm assuming they're not whispering. <laughs> Well, the thing is, they took the time to actually print out those those posters, and I'm sure they're documenting this entire thing. They're probably taking pictures. They're going to put it up on a website somewhere. It cost us like twenty two fifty to provide this revolt for the people in the office. You know, in pounds that is, twenty two pounds. That is very much because because pounds yeah. are double. Sure, but I mean, dollars. there's what uh, at least a dozen people in this picture with posters that. And the time they weren't working and so and so. <laughs> Not billing to the What's clients, the no, yeah. No one? Sure. I want to see what the no, no ones with the hand that says no something, no some. Is it no server, no further? I guess on everything. That's what I saw. No server, no further. God, wow. We can't get to the server. We're not going to. Somebody work. made a hat out We're of the poster. Somebody's putting it on their as their shirt. And so I want to know, like, the backstory. What has led to this? Revolt. Do you, well, does anyone know? This is my. I have no idea other than the fact that um, I have heard unrest in that office, in particular about the current state of technology support, um, uh, and therefore I think this is just built up. I think this is one of those things where somebody said, "You know what we should do? We should really revolt." And somebody else went, "Hey, I designed a poster," and that was like weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And then somebody else said, yeah, we should totally do this. And the grapevine happened. And then, like yesterday, somebody said, you know what? The next time something goes down, let's do this. And boom, it happened today. And it just took off. Reminds yep. me of the poster I made for our office. I'm not sure. I've seen the caption. Not even close to not good enough. No, it was really there good. Were real designers versus that. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Four um, words on a page with a line bar. So, Damn, that's amazing. So I don't think this was an event today that caused the problem. I, I think it's been building up. It's been building up, and today happened to be the straw on the camel's back that said, now we're going to do this. Something happened, and and somebody sent an email, or it happened last night, and they said, tomorrow yep. at 10 a.m., we're going to do this, or whenever it was. Um, so that's my take on it. This was premeditated over weeks and months potentially and this was just the time to do it so i would love to hear if there's <clears throat> that much tension in other big offices around our network yeah i yeah. mean i know there's tension in our tiny office here i i think different people respond to it in different ways right some people just kind of go whatever well like offices are actually in the business besides our office like this is losing like Productivity time. I mean, yeah, they're, they're not being able to absolutely do work. This so, is losing money. So that was the next thing. Today, we had another issue in our office where the server was down. One of the servers was down. This was not network wide. It was, you know, it impacted a few people. One in particular, um, and they did. They basically lost most of the day, if not all of the day. Yep, because of an issue. And is that lost productivity? Absolutely it's lost right. <laughs> you lose one person who can't get to any of her business files all day long, that's a problem. Right. That's a major problem. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it's, what do you say? It, make, let's it, make some signs. It's been a, a rough time, and we're seeing a very uh, 
visceral reaction from a team of people in one market, will it spawn others? I, I just wish there was some sort of network with all these offices that they could, you know, I hate the term go viral with th something that other offices could see this and like jump on board. Well, there are tools, but they, they haven't chosen I, I, perhaps somebody to embrace. I, I agree. I know there's there. tools. Let's tweet it. But Hashtag confetti. Confetti? Yeah, confetti. Okay. We're, That's yeah, better. Hopefully, <clears throat> hopefully we're not going to keep saying that. Um, so th that is where we are with that aspect of transformation. Is there anything else that came up that I didn't talk about? Dion, anyone? Anyone mm -hmm. good this week? Was we it had a couple of things in that? the call sheet that we could go through. The fact that um, IBM has said, hey, we're willing to um, go through this retraining that you think we need because we never really learned through knowledge transfer how to create a user in your environment. Um, and I am available between nine, 8 a.m. and 9.30 a.m. anytime if you want to talk about that. So it's taken me three <coughs> weeks to actually schedule something with this person. So, um, yeah, so hopefully that happens. Uh, and then uh, I thought the, the, the story that we wrote about our directory security compliance enforcement was kind of worthy of mention just in the fact that um, accounts were created out of process, provisioned with all these rights, and we have no idea who's doing it, with what permission, so we decided to write a story um, for one of our developers, um, Sean, who's on the show every week, wrote some stories to essentially force security compliance down the throats of IBM, where we will essentially tag each account. That's we'll find the accounts. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tag those accounts and enforce a sixty-day policy yeah. on those accounts, no matter what. So um, we're going, we're going out and cleaning up. We're finding things we will, that are done out of process. We'll and find the accounts. We'll tag them and bag them as needed. Yeah, yeah. So talking about, you know, lost productivity and yep. <laughs> whatnot, we're now writing things to sniff out the thing, the uh, issues that IBM has <laughs> to clean up well, after Well, I mean, them. there's definitely a major oversight when you say, hey, who's looking after our, our directory that manages our Wi-Fi and our computers and our printers and file servers? Um, oh, that's that's IBM. Um, and then who does the auditing of those accounts? Oh, oh, that's IBM too. Um, but then if something happens, uh, whose responsibility is that? Uh, it might be IBM's. We're not really sure. So we give them run of the free reign over our directory. But then when something is accountable, they'll probably run from any sort of responsibility should something go wrong. So we say, hey, why well, don't we that's, throw some auditing on that? And frankly, uh, it's our parent organization that's going to be on the hook, right? It's it's. <laughs> I'm sure they will, and they'll get right to it. So, um, uh, as, yes. as somebody who actually gives a shit about that, um, we're being proactive and trying to forcibly apply yeah. security policies to accounts. <clears throat> so um, once again, we we continue to to chase around after them and fill gaps and try to cover for things that are. Uh, that are not working. Um, we'll, we'll be eight months into this project where we said, let's but, discover, but to, find, and remediate. But to, to be fair, today, and, and this I think is, I, I'm torn. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Today, when Chicago had their issue, um, 
we got involved. We got involved because IBM <laughs> asked us if we could look into what was going wrong in, in Chicago, in our market. They, they contacted me and said, hey, do you know what's going on? And, you know, I was like, all right, we'll go and look and see what's going on. So we got the business story of what the problems were, reported that back. Now, this was, you know, ostensibly at the highest levels of the IBM support organization. Um, this afternoon, I learned that, well, the problem got solved, but it got solved by the business finding a, a person they used to know who doesn't work for the company they worked for in the past, <laughs> who knew somebody, and phone calls happened and emails happened outside of process, and someone along the line had access and rebooted the box that needed to be rebooted and everything came back online. Now I'm still at this moment. So the business thinks the problem is solved and I'm being told by IBM, no, no, that ticket's still open. There's, it's not resolved. <laughs> so we have a horribly broken service, but at the same time, I think success mm -hmm. because what's happened is the business has figured out how to be a little bit they're more evolving they're going to find old people self-reliant <laughs> and you know they're resolving their problems their own way one way or another they're figuring it out which is i think been the goal all along was to the get goal rid has of been IT. to figure it out by yourself the the mistake is to trust whoever the person was that did this for them and that they will do it for them every single time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm, be, I'm being ridiculous. We're, or I'll being ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, that's the we live in ridiculous. So, <laughs> so have, we talked about this at lunch today. Our network outage. How, how long was that? Two or three weeks now? Yeah, the P1 outage. Yes. For our so network. what's what what's the resolution of that? Do we have one? That's a good one. Yeah, um, sure. So that's that's a long story. Who I continually bring up with the DPE for IBM and his response. Who he is also CC'd on every time I remind people that we don't have an answer for that is well I've reached out to the people who can give you those answers and they have not provided those answers we will we'll not let this fall between the cracks until we get responses that you're looking for so there's like four specific questions that we really want answered um, essentially uh, somebody made a change to our network. It brought the entire thing to its knees. Nobody knew exactly what had happened. And IBM claims that, well, because we restarted a server and because we don't have a backup server monitoring the logs, we can't actually see what happened with the problem or know who restarted the server or made the problem or whatever. The issue we have with that is, number one, you're not logging anything to a separate server. You have no idea what's happening. Number two, there should be a chain of tickets that were opened regarding the server. You should be able to go into history and search dates and find anybody who asked for any sort of change to be happening to a server. Who did that? Who requested it and why? And what did they do? What's happening to prevent this from happening in the future? Like, why don't you notify us that the fact you're making a, uh, a network change to something and let us know? Um, and how about you don't do that during business days? And, you know, there's like there's all these questions <clears throat> that we've basically told to the top representative of IBM to our agency. And he's like, yeah, well, I've, I've sent it to the people. And they'll get back to you. If there's an answer, we'll find it. <clears throat> and he's been great, but I don't 
feel like we're going to get any answers. So it was only a 24 hour hour notice. You know, only outage. a 24 hour P1 for one office that only involves yes. the core worldwide IT network team and uh, a client team made up of about 25 people. That was so. preparing for a pitch. Yeah, that's nothing. And they had to get a hotel to yeah, do I mean, the pitching. Yeah, there's actual costs that were incurred based on the fact that there was a network outage. Unlike so lost productivity and lost real dollars. At the lost end of the right. real dollars, not to mention the fact that, hey, client, can you meet us at an, at a hotel because we can't meet you in our office because the network's down? And these are the things that um, yeah. don't get reported back when we think about how much money we're saving yeah. with this. So thing. if they yes. don't win, here's what, I, here's what <laughs> I would do. If they don't win the pitch... They should say we were about to make, let's say, $15 million a year on this small campaign. So IBM, let's apply that to the SLA agreement. How, how do you feel about that? And I'm sure they'll, they'll – That will go over well. Yeah, I'm sure that will go over well. Um, so that's <clears throat> another part of the daily transformation. We're not, we're not even going back days or weeks. We're just talking about fucking today as far as transformation. <laughs> yes, t- today, today was a fun – Definitely a fun day. Um, but let, let's, this has been maudlin. Let's move on. So you mentioned Sean, or you mentioned, somebody mentioned Sean. I, I mention Sean often, every 30 seconds. Um, he's not around this week with us. Uh, we hope he's having a great time. He's apparently out in L.A. doing some uh, some work, which he may have mentioned in last week's his, pod. His night um, job, not his day job. Uh, but he is... Uh, He's traveling to the part of the world where perhaps the last time he was out there and sitting with one of his buddies, you got a call from T.J. Miller. I love T.J. Miller. Have you have you gotten a call this I week? Haven't. They haven't. I don't think they've gotten to their midweek drunkenness. I think they're still working. That could be tonight. Yeah, I think unless tonight, he's coming back tonight. No, it, I think his show, well, is either show is either last night or tonight. And I feel like they'll have a big night. I think then, it was last night. So last man, night was the big, big night. night. Was last night, I think you missed it. Oh, I think man. the the window God. of opportunity is gone. I had so much to talk about with TJ. TJ and I go way back. We we've talked well, about so many things like like mashed potatoes and um, <laughs> but d- jammers. My, like we've just got so much. My question is, uh, did we talk about the fact that he's leaving Silicon Valley? Oh. We didn't. And I was going to ask him if it's if it's for truth. Oh yeah, didn't oh, you I, read I, the interview? That was a, that was I, a great. I, 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 yeah, did. I, I watched did. it. I did. But I, I, I wanted to basically be like, so you're you're going after that that Oscar nomination in Deadpool two, so therefore you can't do Silicon Valley, right? Got it. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Want to be clear. You're going for you know you're going for uh, yeah. That's exactly what he's. You're doing. going for an egot here. You're really you're going after it all, right? You're starting with the. Uh, you didn't read the interview. There's a great interview about uh you know his his take on what this is and his opportunity to. You know, he he sees himself very much as a comedian, and that's what he wants to do. He wants to craft his his comedian craft, um, and yes, there are opportunities in films, but he's he's overwhelmed with the amount of work. But I watched uh, you know another episode or two last night of this season, and I just sat there watching it, going, "Oh my God, what are they going to do? This is going to be a big hole that oh, it's huge. They're going to have to fill." And and it's not that the other guys are bad. It's a great show. It's extremely well written. They're going to find a way to, you know, fill the gap somehow. Um, and those guys will definitely hold their own with, you know, without I, him. I have a few ideas. But that but is yeah. a role yeah. Yeah. that is so good in that show. What are they going to do with that role? I, I wish the only way they could 
satisfy me with no T.J. Miller is to have more Russ Hanneman. Russ Hanneman is hilarious. The fucker with the Lamborghini yep. that says, you fuck. You. That's a McLaren. That guy fucks. That's a McLaren. That, that guy fucks. <laughs> that guy fucks. I think, I think Russ buying the incubator could work to everybody's advantage, but nobody could replace T.J. Miller, and I hopefully he comes back and does, you know, spots here and there. Where he says he's not going to do it. So I know. We'll, well see. Yeah, everybody says that until they don't, you know, get that thing that they think they're getting. The so. thing is, when did he make this announcement? I mean, did he? Did the writers know about this when they yeah. did this season? No, yeah. no. Uh, so how are they going to? That's the, my transition my out. of that interview was there was during the season. There were, yep. as the script kind of came to an end, uh, what did he refer to it as? Some sort of organic end. It was a logical place to have him ride into the sunset, and that's why they're doing it. Be, well, that's he wanted out. There was an opportunity to get out because of the way the story goes. I mean, based and therefore, on the way the season's out. going as of today, you could see he's there's a phasing out, right? Right. Yeah. So I know not everybody's seen the latest version, but I haven't. Se- I haven't seen the last. I think I'm two episodes behind. Oh yeah, don't one talk about two. that. Oh, there's so yeah, many don't games. ask oh, about one it. One or God. two episodes. Catch behind. up so we could talk about Silicon Valley like next week. <laughs> I will. So I I was working on it last night. I'll get there. It's so good. Um. So that that's you know big. I, I'm sorry you didn't get to chat I with really him. I really wanted T.J. Miller to FaceTime uh, me this year. Uh, in and your jammers, knows, maybe tonight. In um, jammers. I'm gonna put my jammers on early just in case. <laughs> Please do. Um, so the other big technology thing that went on this week was the WWDC for Apple. Lots of announcements. A lot of hardware. Yeah, for a developers for conference. For a developer conference, they, they announced a lot of hardware. It was hardware. all hardware. But you know what? I mean, that's I like it because they really pushed all the updates in the iOS and then said, well, in order to do this, we got to have better hardware. Yeah. So here's the new. Well, and they focused very much iOS-wise. They focused yeah. very much on a the lot. tablet. Three, three the different tablet. presenters. Yes. Three different presenters for all of the, the new iPad stuff, the iPad Pro stuff. Um, so we'll push our new iOS. It'll make everything obsolete. Well, so you have to buy so there, the new hardware. No, no. So there were two things that I picked up. Um, the new Mac OS will run in anything since 2010. That seems to me to be a our current version doesn't even go back to 2010. That was a big deal for me. That doesn't mean certain equipment that already can't be updated. That means that to me, we don't already update machines from 2010, but we will go back all the way to 2010. That's if that's true and I read that correctly, it sounds like machines that wouldn't update yeah, I don't will know. now update. I don't know. Based on because there's a new that. file. Well, there's a new file system. So maybe that maybe that helps. And even if the specs aren't as fast, maybe it'll still run. So 2010 and newer is what I read. I, I could be wrong. So um, so the the things that I took away. So I, the file system, notwithstanding, I think that was a big bigger deal than I took away from it. I think it is probably big. Um, you're already running it on your iPhone. Uh, f- fair enough, but th- the point being that they've brought it to the desktop. That, to me, that was kind of like a okay, whatever. But it's probably bigger than I'm making it out to be. The other thing that they kept harping on was the new video format. This new they didn't ever named it. They did HD 
V or I, I forget what it was. Oh, right. It's not H.264. It's uh, H.D.E.V. or something. Or um, Yeah, something like that, yeah. which just made me cringe a little bit because it's like, okay, well, maybe the compression is better, but how compliant is everybody going to be with this? Is this going to be one of those things where they're trying to introduce this new thing that won't run anywhere? And so you're still going to basically... <laughs> re-encode everything to H.264 so that it will actually play in your web browser, et cetera, on any platform. But that's that one worried me a little bit. But other than that, the desktop OS, I didn't, it was like, what, I didn't get anything from it. What yeah. did they do? Did they do much to it? Didn't seem to answer that question. iOS and what they're doing to bring back to bring some life back to the iPad, I was wondering if they were just kind of like, you know what, we're done with the tablets. And they were heading towards more of a laptop experience that that would bring tablet to the laptop experience. But this tells me that, no, they're not done with the tablet. Well, they only talked about the iPad Pro, though. They have a new size for the iPad Pro, correct? New yeah. iOS. Yeah, but new the, iOS, the yeah. OS... the iOS to 11. Remember? Yes, that's right. That okay. was a big, that yep. was a big catchphrase. And so. they're bringing a lot of um, power and capability to it to light up that pencil mm -hmm. and that interface for, you know, art community in a better way than they have so far. I, you know, I think this was we're playing catch up with what the Surface has done, mm -hmm. and here's how we're going to do it. Yeah, when they did when they did the split screen between apps, drag and drop, two at the same time, yeah. operating system, yeah. and then you could bring up a separate window on top of another thing. I kept thinking, well, yeah, Surface has been doing that, so you at least have to be doing that now, right? So I mean, that that was my motto. My, it was like my thinking, um, and I'm like, well, at least, okay, so they're doing that now, um, and it may actually work. Uh, and, an iPad as opposed to and the bringing a file system <laughs> a file system yeah. to that device yeah. which you know has been woefully lacking sure a folder structure is where you can go between your drop great. boxes and, yep. and we think Skype for business but we're not sure because we never saw you mean OneDrive one yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um so the OneDrive and the Dropboxes and the iDrives and the, all those as folder structures and, and that you can just drag and drop and move. And so that's pretty cool. I, mm. I think those are good positive steps yeah. forward. Um, uh, I think the, you know, bringing back some tablet, the iPad as a, you know, this is no longer a second class citizen or forgot platform from Apple is a good thing. Um, uh you know, the ridiculousness of the iMac Pro. Um, <laughs> frankly, I think it's, you know, it's great. And it should have been the iteration of the, whatever they called the, the Pringles can, the the uh, Power Mac or whatever they, you know, whatever Apple that Pro? was. The Apple Pro. Yeah. That thing, um, this is what that should have been. They should have just said, look, this is our desktop platform. This is our form factor. This is our interface. And we're going to make this device instead of baking it into the iMac. No, 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 no. I'm saying I'm saying when they did the Mac Pro Pringle can. Yeah. They shouldn't have. They should have done what they've done now. Oh, with sure. the iMac Pro. Sure, sure, sure. Well, there were still some people who wouldn't necessarily spend what I'm assuming will be ten thousand dollars for an iMac. But yeah, yeah, but 
the same thing holds true for the for the Mac Pro. It's like there's a lot of people who you know looked at that and went, well, that's kind of silly. And no, I don't I want. I see. I see the the way I see the pro world happening is the video and photographers who live on those machines who will that's a cheap investment for them and the fact that they can spend 10 grand for a machine that will run their hundred thousand and ten million dollar business right if if ilm is going to invest in a machine that has 18 cores and does whatever and whatever that's what it's going to be so sure um, and it's a cool color too <laughs> the black keyboard. That's what everybody's excited about. Yeah, the black, the dark keyboard with the dark mouse. I, I almost threw my mouse in the in the garbage based on that. So um, I spray painted mine last no, night. They did. They did a really cool. Now it doesn't work. I think what what really impressed people, at least what impressed me, <laughs> was the affinity on the on the uh, iPad Pro, the the affinity photo app, which is like the Photoshop wannabe thing, which yep. was forty nine ninety nine or whatever on the App Store. We looked at. Where they did like the um, the the lasso markup, where you're gonna grab the image that you want, so you can change the background um, Photoshop feature, and it said, "Oh crap, you forgot to do all this hair and other features," and you just kind of highlight where it messed up, and it fixes itself. That was. But that's so, that software so, leveraging the hardware, and, and yes, this is what I thought yes, their demos yes, did yes, extremely yes. well. That was impressive. Their demos did a great job of showing off performance of these hardware devices. They In have they have improved yeah. that tablet experience, yeah. which is what that yes. was, considerably with the you know upgraded processors and and um, and the OS running on it, doing a, a good job of managing that. And that reflects you know that's the file system thing. It was one of their big deals was the fact that it was. Uh, you know that much more efficient and that much faster as a result. Um, so all well, of that, all of that, I buy into. So for two years, though, we have said and seen on TV the the Microsoft Surface commercials, which basically say, "Hey, we're the leader in yep. this type of editing. You want to draw something? Draw it on the Surface. You can't do it anywhere else." And the pencil came around last year and was like, "Hey, you can. Right. You you can draw on a." On an iPad now. Hey, okay. Well, I've been able to do that on the Surface for like two years. But what they didn't do, so what they didn't do, uh, Apple did not respond, which I think you know was somewhat strategic. Um, they, they have not rushed to respond to the Studio, the Surface Studio device, which we talked about quite heavily. We keep talking when Microsoft about introduced a, this a large screen touchscreen. Yeah, yeah. They did not say here's a, and a you know that tablet experience on a desktop computer that they don't want big to, like, thing cross the streams or whatever it is they just don't want to do it and i i don't know i i feel like there's a market out there like the um the lenovo has a has a, a laptop that is a flip book that you can do that on and uh well um, you know, windows uh, devices uh, they've been around for a long time ibm had flipped you know i forget it was you know when's when's the last time i was really in asia uh, a couple of people had these ibm branded um, think pads that flipped over and did this. They've been around for a long time. Yeah, the yoga was one of them. No, long like, before uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. But, like, yeah, there's a, the Flex, the Lenovo Flex. That's I remember um, telling my cousin, he's like, I got to stay on Windows, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, we'll get, I think this Lenovo Flex is the way to go. And he's like, I, and he's been in college for, he's going to graduate in like a year or two, loves his Flex. 
and it's a laptop that flips flips into a tablet and you can touch the screen and do everything so and he's cool for two years so. cool so uh question of the moment ipad pro new imax i uh, imac pro um who's gonna go run out and buy one of these things Nobody. nobody. We, we need an <laughs> iPad in our house. Uh, 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 John? Well, we already have an iPad Pro. Not the new one, but... You just got one. Yes. Like uh, three but ago. I will be... Yeah, you got a clunker. You got like Seriously, three generations ago, and there are only one or two generations. So how <laughs> but I am interested in the other big announcement, which was the HomePod. Ah, that was where I was going next. Yeah, so I, I am interested. Since everyone in here has some sort of Alexa or whatever... I'm not sure. Is that true? Nope. Google Home. Yep. Nope. Alexa. Nope. Nope. Okay, so it's not true but to it, everybody. I, I I pulled the people on my train, and most of them have them, and they love it. Like some sort of home device. You're going to spend like twice as much on, on Apple. You know that, right? True, and I'll have to run my music through iTunes, which I'm not happy about, but... <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, but uh, I'm interested in that in the speaker, honestly. Well, and that's what I have post, you know, their conference yesterday. I've, you know, been reading about that thing because I am in into that space, right? Right. So, I definitely was curious how are they going to approach it. Two reasons: number one, they're they're chasing, so they have to do something interesting and different to try to break free of the others and number two i've always thought siri sucked yep. I, i've struggled with siri i try to talk to siri she either doesn't respond to me or she doesn't give me decent responses if she does respond give the so, british siri though she's so much better <laughs> it's not <laughs> so about the smarter. accent yeah it's about it's okay. about functionality doesn't work alexa always works uh Google Home seems to do a good job uh, or Google Assistant because I have the, you know, the phone that does this. That seems to work all better than Siri. So now they're introducing this home-based speaker that is obviously going to have Siri as its <laughs> driver. And I don't like Siri, so I'm torn. What are they going to do to make this thing break free of the, the rest of the world and how are they going to fix what I don't like about Siri? And what I've read today is it's actually the, the speaker. It's They are pitting it as a, a great networked speaker, and it's better than the others. And they're competing against Sonos, not competing against these digital assistants or home assistants. Um, so, John, is that that's what you focused on was the speaker. I think so because we don't actually have like a surround sound system in our house or a stereo system in our house. We rely on right now on a small Bose, you know, speaker. Mm -hmm. So it would be nice to have some sort of speaker stereo system in our house that we can take to different rooms of the house. Yep. It doesn't have to be just in the TV room so that we can take it outdoors. We is can... it wireless? I yeah. believe so, Bose yeah. Is wireless, yeah. It's all no, wireless. No, 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 not Bose. The 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 new home. The... I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is wireless. You may have to plug it in power, but I'm not it doesn't But it has a battery in it, so it I thought so. I don't know. I don't know. It I doesn't... didn't look at it that closely. Yeah. That's a good point. Um my question to you was going to be what do you ask Alexa besides playing music for you? 
Me? That you don't think Siri would respond to accordingly. Me? Yeah. Well, I, I'm a geek. I have a lot of home automation. So I ask Alexa if I can, uh, Alexa, uh, turn on bedtime. And it turns off everything in the room that I'm in, in the family room. If I'm watching TV, it turns it off. If I have okay, lights so on, it turns them off. So there isn't a version of the things in your home automation that will work with the Apple Siri. Is what I was just, I'm just, just HomeKit I'm may curious. do all of this. Curious. It may do all, but you know, you started with what do you ask well, besides listening well, so to music? Ask, but, but I you do other ask things. Alexa for the home automation plugins that you've built because you're a geek, because you've right. studied and done a lot of stuff. You're above the average consumer person. Correct. Who, knows what they're doing and you, but you, you asked me <laughs> right so does anybody ask alexa for something that they don't think siri would deliver like play the song or you know do something that's built into HomeKit? i mean that's, i'm just curious like yeah i know lots of things it can't do what well first of all well let's if we ignore the things that i like like google play music and whatnot uh, it doesn't do context and like that, for example if i ask a question like what's the weather outside and then I ask about the wind speeds, which is just literally wind speeds. I am pretty sure Siri would tell you about wind speeds. Like, what are wind speeds? Google knows that my previous question was about the weather, and it's going to tell me about, okay, well, in Chicago, it's blowing so much wind, and yada, 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 yada. That's one thing that does not work with Chromecast. It probably sucks in a lot of ways. Yeah, but if you're all in, and, and you know, to counter that, you're all in in the Google environment. Yep. So what I want is I want something that is cross worlds because I have a Google calendar and I have a Google mailbox, but I have Amazon and Amazon Prime and I have uh, smart things for my home automation um, and I have an iPhone and a Mac. So I have all these different worlds and what I want is that that assistant to understand and work across environments. So what you're describing is Google works great with Google Play and with Chromecast and with Google Calendar and well, of course it does. And guess what, Apple and this HomePod or whatever it's called is going to work very well with iTunes and with Apple iCloud Calendar, Mac Calendar service, you know, all of those things. So. That's that's like, yeah, if you're working in your own world and your own ecosystem, absolutely. They're always going to make it work best with their own stuff. But how does it work across those environments? Well, none of them so actually smart do. Smart Things <coughs> is a mobile app. They do. Smart Things is My Amazon Echo so can talk to my Smart Things device, can integrate with my Google Calendar, can integrate with my Todoist uh, task list. Yeah. I mean, and I'm reading they can do the the Apple HomeKit too now. They're open and will cross okay. about all these things. So well, one of yes. the things that so if you get a Siri and you say, if you had an, an Alexa and a Siri sitting next to each other and you ask Siri to do something and you ask Alexa to do something in your automation home automation world, they would probably each be able to do it according to what I'm reading. And that now Smart Things is a Correct. part of the home. Correct. Correct. I want to hear them fight. So, and I do awesome. I do fight yeah. between Google and Alexa, a regular on a regular basis. Emily was doing it the other day. Why asking asking Google to do one thing, and then asking Alexa. 
Yeah, so I asked I asked Google, actually I started with Alexa and said how old is popcorn because I was curious. And she said I can't help you with that. Then I asked Google and Google gave me a An clear answer. answer. I don't remember what it is now, yeah. but it was you know whatever it was. Yeah. The ancient Egyptians yeah. did blah blah sure, blah blah. Sure. It was blah. like five thousand years. <laughs> nice. Popcorn has been whatever. Okay, cool. So, did you try it on your phone then? Because I did not phone. because I don't like Siri. Because because Siri, Siri doesn't do it. Generally sucks. Siri will just say, "Here, I've Googled that for you oh, because true. you can't but figure that you out think, yourself." But, so we haven't seen it yet because it's not in our house. We haven't bought it. But do we think that the home Siri will be? The same shitty Siri we have on our phones. Yes. That's well, uh, uh, that's yes. the only <laughs> assumption I can make at this point. If they're going to improve it, why don't they fucking improve it on this How thing? How old is popcorn? <laughs> Let's see what she says. Okay, I found this on the web for how old is popcorn. Yeah. Yep. That's not an answer. No, it's not an answer. I'm driving in my car. That is not an answer. <laughs> yeah. So I have my issues with Siri, and I'll continue to, but... Looking at it and, and reading more about okay. it. Shut up. She's, she's just going off. <laughs> um, theory, I'm more interested in and curious about what they're doing with their speaker. And they're talking about how they have actually cracked. If you get two of these things, now you're talking about some money, 700 bucks. 700 bucks for two speakers in a room. Um, you put those two things up and it will it will deliver stereo. No way. Yes. I mean, they I work together. It's... They work together. Yes. And they There's no way it's worth $700 for that type of stuff. I no I no way. totally agree, no but way. they are working to you deliver that. You could probably buy like six speakers for 700 bucks that will sound Well, better. I also read that they'll be able to tell what size room they're in to yeah. adjust Because they know, have microphones in them, they the are sure. understanding their environment. Sure. And they're, you know, now you yes. got two, and they understand that both of us are here. So let's do. I have a three hundred dollar receiver in my house that came with a just put this microphone in the place where you'd like the sweet spot, and we'll do the rest. And I did that once, and great, uh, uh, so good. I, so I assume that you know, eight years later, we're in a place where you know, yeah, absolutely, a computer driven speaker can do that. Absolutely, sure. And and I I think it's good. I still think it's probably a hundred dollars too expensive. That's what I told John. When he said three fifty, yeah. he you. I will say this: you and Gavin said the speaker will be like three hundred fifty dollars, and I said I will not buy it for three hundred fifty dollars. It's got to be like one ninety nine or maybe like two fifty because I can get like a fifty dollar gift card at Target. <laughs> and it came out three fifty. I'm like, fuck it, no, no way. It's too expensive. No I think the Bose little tiny speaker that I have is enough sound that I need right now to like travel. Like if I need to be portable, otherwise, if I want big sound, I've already got the home audio thing. Like I've already got. Five, yeah, but if you so the question is if you're, um, if you're, I'm not picking on you, Elisa, but if you're somebody who has not got all of this stuff, right, and you're just buying your first thing, that is going to be your way of listening to music, and you want something that is a smart home capable thing, so you can talk to you when you wake up in the morning and go. Oh, what's the weather like? Sure. At least you get some intelligence to it. Is this assistant-like stuff uh, capable? And um, you, you know, think maybe someday you might do more with it. Which one would you buy? And I think Apple is kind of looking at it that way. This market hasn't been fully tapped. We have an opportunity. We have people have who have Apple Mac product. 
and you want to buy a, you want to buy a Sonos and an Alexa, would you buy I, the Apple speaker? Instead. I don't know if uh, how cu- customer customized can be the Apple one because uh, Apple sometimes give you the sh- the thing ready to use but nothing else. You can't customize. Right. In other hand, Alexa can learn uh, skills. So I like more because I'm also a geek. I don't like to uh, spend my money in things that I know that in five years will be selling the streets. Right, right. Uh, but uh, so I'm waiting. Um, but I like more the technical abilities that Alexa introduces for the consumers. Yeah, and I think they've just they've gotten ahead of it. And they have a maturity in their platform that the others are going to ke- keep yeah. trying to catch up to. Yeah, I don't know about Google. For I don't think I don't think you're going to run into like uh, until Google gets like bored with it and forgets about it, which mm-hmm. is what they tend to do. Um, and until Apple really understands what they've <laughs> invested in and and has some history behind it. Um, both of them, if they're in the game, they are going to provide ways that developers can do stuff with it, right? Yeah, because so far for the consumer or for the mass consumer, it's only another way to uh, a fancy speaker. And I don't see the benefit of having a fancy speaker. Right, and if you look at Apple TV, like their first Apple TVs were just an interface with a, a very vanilla this is what mm. you can do and we'll patch it and update it it's yep. like their first phone right yeah can't do anything with it but it, these things um now apple tv actually developers are building apps for it and they're deploying them so the question is they're behind the game that was leading for apple at the time now they're be- behind and they're catching up so how quickly do they introduce oh and by the way you can build your own apps on this thing too yeah. That's a question mark that has to be answered. And maybe it'll be day one. I don't know. When, are, when are those available? Hand, as I said in the lunch, in our lunch, I don't like to spend things or allow the big companies to uh, give me betas for testing only because <laughs> they want me to use me. I prefer to be paid for testi- testing betas or a discount. <laughs> Good, good attitude. I'm the opposite end of that spectrum. Yep. I'm like, what is that? Sure, I'll buy that. Let me try it. Yeah. <laughs> because doesn't make you, it right. You face the first bugs. You have to give feedback. Spend time. Your time is valuable. Why they? I did love that quote from you though. I'm not doing betas unless I get paid. Exactly. <laughs> you said that at why, lunch. I was like, why, uh, absolutely. Why are getting benefit from us and we don't give? We don't get anything else than. The first experience that is it usually uh, incomplete and sometimes shitty and sometimes frustrating. So why should be the their beta tester? HomePod comes out for in free December. Oh, okay. I think everything so comes out in December. It's not even out. Christmas before Christmas. <laughs> anyway, that is my opinion. And I th- I think that's a fair opinion. Um, Everybody uh, thinks it's gorgeous too. I'm not sure about that. What the? It's, hum- like it, a, it's I, just it repurposed Pringle cans, is what they did. They took like some of my dogs can chew up. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep it up off the floor. 
Oh, dear. Uh, well, uh, we should probably move on to something uh, perhaps a, a little more interesting. John, you said something about sex bots back in the oh news. Oh, my what? God. Are we here I again? Saw it la- I saw it last talking. week. I saw it last week. <laughs> They're taking over. Here They're taking go. over. Here yep. we go What again. was the news on this one? I forget. I, I posted the article, but that was like last week. They're not as skeevy as you think. Meaning, everybody should. I mean, I still think they're dolls, but I think they're be slowly becoming bots. Jesus. I wish Gavin was here so to. This is real. This is ridiculous. Yes. Is this a real article? Holy mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that picture. Although uh, I did see the Fallon. Did you see the Fallon thing where he interviewed a robot, an android on a show? No. And she, there was like a slight show. According to, the, there's a YouTube video where Fallon interviews uh, a female robot on a show. And he asks her questions just like, you know, hey, what's your, what, what do you like to do for fun? And like, yada, yada, yada. And she would like, there's like a, like a half second delay where you knew it wasn't a person. But the responses were snarky with a little bit of like, fuck you Fallon in them where I was like, oh, if that, if that was truly AI and not somebody like this wasn't a skit that was written to make a robot look like it's talking to Jimmy Fallon, but that was literally like up to the cloud to get the answer and back down to the robot. I was like, oh, that's not bad. Cause that was a little snarky and like, you know, you know, why are you staring at my chest? And is this dress too exposing? And it was like, you know, you're a perv, Jimmy. Like, what the fuck? You know, it was it was a decent, uh, like, display of where AI is, where you're like, I can still tell your AI, but that's fucking scary. And that I'm, you're so close to not telling your AI, right? Hmm. Because it looked like a per, like from the right camera angle, it almost looked like a real person, and like. It was just, it was a little weird. Um, and I'm, the reason why I say that is because I went to this page and there's a screenshot of a sex puppet robot thing. And I'm like, that's a, not a person, but no, no. it's, it's a, these are all robots, an actual robots. bot. And they're sure taking we'll share the link, right? They're, so they're taking that smart, that smarts that they're building into the intelligence of this head. Sure. And they're yeah, the how much tying it into these, like the, these dolls. Yeah. That you know is what they really are. I mean, oh yeah, they are. Oh hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> I have a this? few customers yeah. in a room here. Apparently, <laughs> no. I'm just saying, wow. like that does not look. But ten thousand like bucks pass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or well, whatever they're charging know, for when these. You're things. lots of money and you can't get a girl. You know. That's just that's. But ridiculous. you were getting married. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, but but you know along the lines of all of that, um, uh, there's the the other story I saw, which <laughs> um, was I don't know if you guys saw this. This dude in South Africa, South Africa, I think it was South Africa. So this black guy um, lost his penis. <laughs> lost like what? Know, just, like there was an issue. Along. They lost the penis. <laughs> And he he had a penis transplant, but the the transplant the donor was a white guy. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> sorry. What? And so that's the reason it's a black guy is that the the white penis on the black guy. Apparently, he's going to have it tattooed to 
bring it into line with his color. <laughs> Did you post this article? I didn't see this article. That's yeah, just burn it. Do you have the link to this? It's well done. You don't have it the link to this? The, it wasn't yeah. in the call sheet. Yeah. The... No, I'd but like I told you you should go well look done. it up. Here it is. Uh, he, uh, the third successful penis transplant operation is now to have his, own, his new organ tattooed because the donor was white. 40-year-old is only the third patient to undergo the procedure... Um, blah, 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 in Cape Town. He lost his organ after a botched traditional circumcision. Oh. What? A, he lost a 40 it. 40-year-old. Got it oh, circumcised at 40. Man. Had a botched traditional circumcision. If it's traditional, you're not 40. Nope. <laughs> a <laughs> rabbi's not doing it. And it probably wasn't botched. I don't yeah. believe any of this story. Nope. Now he will be able to have sex and urinate standing up with the next six months, blah, 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 within the next six months. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, reattached. All so, good to go. Just, just the wrong color. Now, John, I'm doing the math here. Yes. And the circumcision is not the whole penis. I don't have any. So, the so did they did just attach wrong. the white penis to the end of the black penis? And he <laughs> There's has a like picture on this article. Frankenstein. Wow. Penis. I mean, we're talking like. Yeah. Sure that. Make sure you do a hashtag not safe for work, okay? <laughs> but I, I, I am perhaps too old to ask this question, but oh boy. if I, for whatever reason, nope. had this process done all wrong and it was like black or some, you know, totally different thing, wouldn't that be something you'd want to keep? Wouldn't that be like... That's a conversation starter. I am the that's the only one. Yes. That's yes. like wait, yep. wait, wait. Yes. Steve, how, how is this a conversation starter? What conversation? What kind of How do you start conversations <laughs> where this is a topic? <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, but my dick is black. <laughs> Portfolio director, but have I told you I have a black penis? <laughs> I bet, story. I bet I'd be very popular. It's, it's Steve, story. Steve, tell something interesting about yourself. <laughs> I happen to have a black penis. Have, uh, Steve, we've got a lot penis. of people on this call. We'd like to introduce everybody. I've worked it for, uh, oh, bleep that out, for 25, 30, 40, or whatever years, and I've got a black penis. <laughs> let's, let's break the ice here on this call. <laughs> <laughs> Would you not? Come on. Oh, you, man. If I was 20-something, you're only doing that if it's a, if it's a you know, once you go that way, you don't go the other way type of example, you know. You're not bragging not about it if, you know. Well, and maybe that's why this guy's getting a sure. tattoo. Yeah, it's if like, you get a penis, right. you're like, nah, whatever. <laughs> you know, we'll just back away. But I got to believe that these guys would be like, yeah, I want that, and I want to keep it weird because... The first time I'm with a lady, she's going to go, what the hell? <laughs> go, yeah. Did he get Tell a choice, though? It's like, <laughs> does he, <laughs> like, say, I want to <laughs> get a choice. Does he get a choice? Like, I'm, I want to wait till the next porn star dies. <laughs> I want, like. It's only the third successful operation like this. But I'm not saying that he didn't ever. get a choice. Like, I'm I'll wait sure. until there's something that's bigger than normal. Yeah, but, like, porn stars, they're not, like, putting their penises on ice for people to, like, you know, slap on later. So well, they're organ sure donors. They're organ it's, donors. Yeah, it can't be an organ donor. That's yeah. definitely. Is that in the back of your driver's license? Can or? I just read a quote from this article? Go. Absolutely. Don't read anything. <laughs> 
He is certainly one of the happiest patients we've ever seen in our ward. The penis is working well. He can get erections already. There you go. Happiest patient. First of all, why is he getting an erection in the hospital? Yep. (laughs) Those nurses. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Bubble baths. And... And they're all, ha- they're all, yeah, come in and look at the black guy with the white penis. <laughs> I've not left this page, by the way. <laughs> Close that. That's freaking me out. He's going to use a lot of anesthesia in the tattoo thing. Because if you have a tattoo in anywhere else. He just had his penis replaced. I think anesthesia is his least of his problems, you know? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. I But I am the guy saying I would keep it as yeah. different. It's different. Yeah. Yeah, Join she, the fucking circus she, for God's sake. I would get sake. a cool <laughs> tattoo on my penis. Don't just make it a color. Make it get something cool. Sell the rights to it. I thought With that many, story was hilarious. Yeah, maybe yeah. some flames or something. Yeah, <laughs> A dragon. That'd be awesome. <laughs> now we're talking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is a penis. starting conversation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I have flames on the side of my penis. Exactly. <laughs> you want to see it? Do you want to see the dragon? White penis. Let me unleash. <laughs> let me unleash the dragon right now. <laughs> yes. I love this plan. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> you gotta do that before Ross. you put it on, though. You don't want that on and then do that. Like I can't imagine. <laughs> uh, you got nothing. Uh, to add to this, nothing at all. Just I've had enough. I think. <laughs> I, think we're, I think we're ready to move on. Sex robots coming up every other. You week are such in our a prude. All right, should we talk about what uh, this one? Em, you're going to have to talk about this one. So, uh, right, apparently, women put wasps' nests in Yikes. their vaginas. What? I do not know anything about this, How but that's because I'm not old. Penises to wasp vagina. Well, y- you wanted us to move on. That's why. So we're moving on. Bizarre new trend sees women putting wasps' nests in their vaginas. Wow. Why? Apparently this what was posted it? in the in the channel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the nest that like bees are in. So it's like oh, the nest. Wow. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, wow. Uh, Just the nest. See, not I, the bees. I don't so, know. I think this is a what? I'm not. This is from say. Australia. Crushed oh, okay. To a paste and applied topically. Oh, okay. So it's not like they put the whole nest up there. Yeah, like a whole fucking swarm of wasp in your vagina. That's what. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. No. I was thinking this is like a figure of speech because, like, when something is a mess, they say, "Oh, that's a rat's <laughs> nest." <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe it's just me, a mess. I don't, so, I don't know. So much like Emily. Um, I'm just happened to re- be reading, and um, so apparently it's about the bacteria and what's in there, and and it's good for things and blah blah blah. And uh, th- this person says um, it could also wreak havoc with the good bacteria. This is a dangerous practice with real potential to harm. Here's a pro tip: if something burns when you apply it to the vagina, it's generally bad for the <laughs> vagina. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Pro tip. Yes. Yes. That's a good pro tip for you ladies out there. Mm. Um I you posted this, so I I just saw it on Facebook and it looked weird. It is, it is very weird, weird. yes. Why is the ad at the top of the page how much does a vagina cost? Why is that also 
because you're I think that's your uh, your browser history. Yes, I, had, I don't see that ad anywhere on mine. <laughs> yeah, we don't get that ad, Dion. It's a part of the page that says Bizarre New Trends. Hmm. <laughs> uh, fair enough. So, yeah. So, yeah? What okay. is the next article in the list? Oh, you want to move on? <laughs> you don't want to talk about that I one anymore? I, I you thought the penis the wrong color was hilarious a minute ago. I'm just saying. <laughs> so I didn't tell anybody this, but I Ooh. am now on the school board. You're on the school board? And I've, uh, one, one Thursday a month. Were you elected to the school board? Yes. Oh, no, this is uh, this is not a public school. This yeah, you is... just show up and you get in. It's fine. You pay money, actually, <laughs> you get in. So I'm on school board, and the first meeting that I was in, they have all these fundraising events that are losing interest and, you know, people showing up and money and and they're like, so we're going to need somebody to like step up and save the 5k race. And I'm like, well, I, I really like the 5k race, whatever I can do to help, I'll do that. And they're like, well, in the golf outing, the guy who's doing that this year is leaving and we're going to help with that. And I'm like, okay, I have a couple ideas. And I've already talked to, so the Knights of Columbus are the only group of people who can sell alcoholic beverages, beer, or mixed drinks at any um, event for the church. So I've already talked to them, and they basically said, yeah, so we got this distributor. They can only give a certain amount of things. We really can't get anything good. And I'm like, well, how do I get, like, how do I get good beer at an event that we run here? And they Donations. basically said, well, they said that. They basically said go get the keg, bring it here, we'll tap it, we'll serve it, we'll charge whatever you want us to charge, we'll take our whatever percentage, and you make the rest. Oh, oh okay. So I illegally have to go get beer <laughs> in order to provide it, because I'm not a distributor, I'm not a wholesaler, I'm not a, anything, but if I buy it and get a donation and or a keg, I can put it on tap. So my theory is, if I can promote enough events in 2018 as a craft beer event 5k craft beer uh, a golf outing craft beer blah 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 and I put on craft beer events that I may able may be able to save some of these fundraising events and I ran that through a test audience at the golf event on Friday every single guy at the event including the guys who have run the event already for like 15 years are like you can get us better beer at this event, and I'm like, I, I, maybe. If if I, I could, if I could, would that would you pay a couple more dollars? They're like, yeah, I'm tired of fucking Miller Lite and da da da. Like I've been to Arrowhead, you know, like bring Arrowhead, bring it. And Arrowhead's a, a local uh, brewery in the city of the same school and church. So craft beer may save the school and church <laughs> if I can make that happen. Um, ah, yes. Better education through how alcohol. How does this affect so, your porn watching, Dan, though? So, what? Is it down your porn watching? There's no porn watching. Oh, okay. I only watch The Young Pope. That's fine. Um, Have they asked you about that? <laughs> I don't he's, talk he's about that. only halfway through. I'm oh, okay. only halfway through. I'm, I'm, well, I'm at epilo- episode, I just finished five, I'm at six, and I think there's nine or ten. So, I'm, so I'm you probably don't want to hear that, you know what, beer sales are going down. Nobody's buying beer anymore. So, great idea, but... I would love to hear how the the numbers are being analyzed. <laughs> so I haven't even read this article. Well, I think this is global, and I think it's also a BBC article. So fuck them; they have no idea what's happening in Illinois. 
But that's my point. It's a global trend. It is not, a, you know, locally. Remember, we live in the middle of, you know, the U.S. We're the Silicon we're Valley circa 1988. Of we're behind. Years. We're behind. No, we're way ahead. No, we're not. <laughs> we're totally not. Craft beer? Chicago is way ahead? Then BBC News in London? In the United States. Oh, no, globally. Craft beer is not a Chicago phenomenon. There are good craft brewers here. We have a ton. (laughs) I feel like we're way ahead of the curve, and if a global thing is out there, they may be experiencing a Goose Island beer from America. Well, that's... I haven't read the article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But volumes are down globally is what that article talks about. Volumes are down. The bubble may have burst. And people are going to start getting out of it or moving to ciders, which is what they're saying. Yeah. Russ Mario's about that. It's all bullshit, though. Nobody really loves ciders. In your age group and in your town. Correct. I'm with you. I like craft beer. I'm not changing this. I'm just saying that trends are showing that it might not be continuing to grow the way that it has been. I mean, there was a... You got another Definite 10 boom. years yes. of your market growing. Don't worry about it. But globally, it's it's changing. I agree. They haven't even had I just it. was trying to burst your bubble because you were like, yes, I've got the plan. gotten to the good stuff yet. I think that's why they're like, well, fu- we're really tired of fucking Guinness. What else do you got? That's not. I don't think so. <laughs> in case. Uh, so I'm glad to know that. You, you, we're, we've solved... St. Jude's problem. St. Jude? Yep. So, well, we'll see. Private Catholic school in small town southwest. Yeah. Our global audience will be yeah. very happy to know. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that, that, that seems to haunt me is the fact that it's like uh, the the only males are the actual like like clergy of the church and me. And then everybody else is. On the school board? Is female. Yeah. Oh. So the priests, myself, and a bunch of women. My son's school has no male teachers or staff. None? None. Not a single one. And you're public school? Public school, yep. That's interesting. I was shocked. Well, it's the same thing that happened to me a couple weeks ago when I volunteered to be an in-classroom aide slash picnic dad. I was the first dad to be in-classroom assistant which really meant, it basically meant like i helped them paint stuff for mm. you know in the school whatever and then I, I at the picnic again the only male person who volunteered to do anything and then i led the entire picnic so every oh. single game we played go ahead you can own it blow the whistle <laughs> i had brought my whistle my soccer whistle because i'm a soccer coach <laughs> bought my whistle i'm like a whistling and they, they listened to me and they did it and they're just like they're like, yeah, it's it's kind of funny that the last event that you show up for is the only event that had actually had like a dad present for it. I'm like, really? We we have a program, a lot of schools do, public schools do. It's called Watchdogs, and there is a dad that volunteers every day of the year. That's great. So there's one dad, and I I do it once a year. Day or week? I do it one day. Oh, but you there, mean but one the, day a year you do something. Yes, not but there is a, the cl- there the is year. a watchdog at the school every, every day. day of the year. There is a dad. Oh, dad, yes, in wow. the school every day of the year. Okay. 
and I'm usually with my son, but then they give us different tasks. Like I will go around That's to cool second grade, fourth grade, is to give a positive image of dads and uh, show leadership. You know, I may be working in the library shelving books or sure. doing recess duty, but yeah, it's just. And, I think and the that's thing is, really cool. The kids love it. You get like a, a couple of sheets of stickers, and they're always asking the watch, watchdog for stickers. And Connor, my son, gets to wear the uh, same shirt that I do. So he's like, oh, your dad's watchdog today. So that's really it's cool. a really cool program. Yep. I, I think that's great. That, uh, it's the first school district I've heard doing that. Oh, really? That. Yeah. Um, it's know. a national program. So <clears throat> Our district doesn't do, and I, and yep. I think they should. Um, and, and your issue or, or uh, situation is unique to me as well. But again, you know, a public school versus private school is, is a different animal. So I, I can't equate it. Um, it's not like you always see men in the classroom in our district, but they go through, you know, it's, it's primarily women and some guys. And it depends on what it is. Like, you know, my kids have been in the music programs and whatnot and you know the guys show up and help build sets and it's do that, that bit of it music seems to be the only category across because i hear you talk about building sets and doing shows and music teachers and etc yeah but so at the private school there is no male teacher no male influence no male gym teacher no male unless you're talking about a priest which is associated with the church part of things huh. It's all female, 100%, except for maybe the guys that set up the gym, for, like the physical guys who like, you know, custodians, up. the custodians, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the guys. Everybody else is a woman at the church, at the school, except for the church part. Then that's all the guys. Interesting. So yeah. the volunteers are never male. The teachers aren't male. But exception to the rule, the piano and music people are both guys. So the music teacher is a, is a guy who teaches Emma Interesting. piano. Huh. And then the music <clears throat> coordinator for the entire school and church is a guy. Hmm. So the music part of things, guy, everything else. That's weird. Female. That's that's very interesting. So for me to show feels, up and feels more balanced at our right, but yeah, right. But that's interesting. So, so yes, we can close for wrapping up. Yeah, we. I we had a definitely wrap up vendor scum that I thought was great. It wasn't really vendor scum, Ooh. but it was oh. good. It came in today. From a actually a vendor we use for some work. Um, title subject was before your team members go on vacation. Dot dot dot. Yes. So I really think this is a email of before your team members go on vacation or get laid off by IBM. Oh jeez, <laughs> you think it's targeted that well? It should be. So hi John, right or not, IT vacation season is here. We get you know, a small window for vacation for IT. To ensure things run smoothly while people are out, here are nine things you should do before they leave. Ooh. So take note before the, One, we go on vacation them. or get fired by <laughs> IBM. This is what we should do. Number one, document their job uh, duties. It's pretty simple. Two, cross-train the backfill person. Okay, this is a list we should send to IBM. Yes. They need to see Did this. Did Dion get this too? Go on. Number three, schedule a turnover meeting. <laughs> Four, let others know the person will be out or gone. 
Five, set out-of-office email and voicemail messages. Six, put their telephone on do not disturb mode. Seven, adjust any automated workflows on which the vacationer is an improver. Eight, get their trip dates on the rest of the team's calendars. Ah. And nine, calendar for back up any devices they'll be taking with them. Mm. Take all their things, make sure you have their data, make sure you know exactly what they do, and then fire their ass. Exactly. <laughs> but I thought this was a great uh, email. That's an excellent one. Yeah, that's um, good. I think it's, uh, again, a roadmap that we should have sent to IBM about two years ago before they started probably pruning staff. I think one of those should be get production passwords. They referred to, what was the first one or two? There was... Uh, document, document their jobs. Say, yeah, that, job duties. That um, We went through all that. And cross-train the backfill person. It's that did not happen. Knowledge transfer. That yes. all happened. Um, and yet nothing really happened. Oh, and then I right. transfer that I have to uh, redo yeah. like this on a, week. Yeah, on a weekly basis. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. That didn't happen. Yeah. All very, very positive. Um, we should Maybe we should package that and send that I to I like IBM. this one, yeah. These are things you should have thought about before you let everybody go. Um, well, w- we should wrap this up. Uh, thank you all for listening. We've been the Worldwide IT Guys. We've talked uh, a lot of technology today. Um, but more importantly, we talked about, you know, tattooing penile things. So, Elisa, did you want to talk? Did you want to talk about, you know, putting wasps' nests into vaginas again? Or no. Did, oh, okay. No, thank you. 60% of our pod is sex robots. That's not true. I don't not know. even close to true. Someone right. who listens to it on it's a weekly basis, it's mostly IBM. It's mostly we IBM. With that. We, we, mostly we had a period of way too much Trump, and now we're mostly IBM, which is the whole theme of the yes. pod. So th- thank you all for listening again. Worldwide IT Guys on Twitter and Instagram, www.itguys.com. Check us out. We will talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. See you. Bye. Bye. Enjoy your sex robots. Hey, it seemed like you were about to buy. You were hovering over that yeah, purchase like, I could not Add believe. Add carts. Add carts. <laughs> if I sell the Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> actually cruise around the Camaro with a sex spot. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> you guys heard of Amazon Smile? Every purchase goes to a charity that you oh, yes. buy into? Yes, I have. Yes. So I could buy a sex robot on Amazon and donate half of that to St. Jude? That's perfect. Yeah, that's how it should work. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd this money come from? <laughs> Holy Let's cow! Not talk about that. We can add a wing onto the gym, uh, or something. Did you want to try this? I did try it.